0: Hey guys, uh, Vader here. Mental Lives Matter podcast. How was everyone today? I'm sure shitty. So welcome to the shit show uh, that we call Mental Lives Matter. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm feeling really depressed and down and shitty, and just need a little bit of an outlet. And I'm so glad that I can speak out to you and you know get some things off of my chest and. And, uh, and hopefully help a little bit in uh, in your own personal journey, uh, you know, fighting your own uh, demons and your own mental illness. Um, uh, as always, I'm Vader. I'm here with my other split personalities. Um, they're all here in the studio with me and we are all feeling like shit today. So uh, it should be an extra shitty show and uh, and hopefully we'll cover some really, really um Really, really depressing topics because that's what we're going to talk about today is depression during COVID 19, right? And, and the reason why I bring this up is because you're seeing all these hot spots now in America. You know, we're up uh, in some of these, you know, South, um, you know, in some of these southern towns in, in Arkansas and Missouri and, you know, some of these other places, you're seeing upticks in cases of 200% week over week. Right. Um, the hospitals are getting strained like they were back in the winter time, And I mean, just an absolute, um, you know, a, a serious event, I should say, uh, with this new Delta variant. Um, and also Delta does not uh, refer to the airline. OK, it's a new that's the new variant of uh, of 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 covid that spreads faster than a California wildfire. Um and faster than uh, syphilis in New Orleans. So um, this thing really, really spreads quickly. And if you're not vaccinated, you know, I, this is this is not the forum for me to talk vaccination or not vaccination. is everyone's personal choice. And we, as you all know, on this show, we don't, everybody has personal choices and decisions that they make about religion and politics and vaccination not vaccination and things of that respect and you're not going to get any lip from me uh one way or the other on you know what you choose to do i'm just simply saying that uh but that's also a big concern is that you've got lots of unvaccinated people in the south um and and like i said this thing is uh um is is spreading uh, at, at extremely um you know, I mean, just extremely phenomenal levels. The uh, this this virus is uh, extremely efficient, and so we're seeing a, a, a huge uptick in um, in hospitalization, and also amongst the young, there's a lot of young younger folks that are getting um, this this variant, and this variant is not only spreads faster, but it seems to be very lethal as well. So just to you know to keep that out there, and what that does is it it takes down. Um, especially all of us that have been suffering throughout this pandemic, you know, it takes away some of that hope that we had as, as cities begin to open. And now you're seeing some other mandates being reissued in the South for, you know, Hey, let's put those masks back on and let's do some other things. Right. And so, um, so you're, you know, you're kind of taking, we're kind of taking a couple of steps back here and in the midst of the, of all of this, you know, this COVID-19 pandemic, it's, it's super easy to be overwhelmed, you know, by this, you know, by the hopelessness of, of, of phase one, if you want to call it. And now you've got hopelessness and despair with this Delta variant coming up that says, okay, you know, we were taking steps forward to open up and now we're closing back down. And, you know, is this the way that life is going to be for forever? Right. And, you know, you've got the isolation coming back. You've got, Economic uncertainty. You know, speaking of economic uncertainty, I don't know if you guys looked at the inflation numbers—five point four percent year over year—which means, you know, simply, simply put, last year June you went to the grocery store, you bought a, a hundred dollars worth of groceries. That same hundred dollars worth of groceries today is going to cost you a hundred and five dollars, right? So you're thinking, ah, eh, well, you know, it's five dollars more. Well, just think about it. It's five dollars more on every single hundred dollars that you spend in your entire you know life right now. So you add that up across uh across a lot of hundreds of dollars and now you've got yourself, you know, some economic strain going on and that's the quickest or the biggest jump um on inflationary terms in, you know, like 13 or 14 years or something like that. So that right there is is for some, you know, um you know, for some it that that, that adds to this uh this uncertainty when you're trying to make your bills, right? It just it just does. Um, I mean it the the daily onslaught that we're seeing now of all this bad news that keeps coming out with this Delta variant um, has been you know, quite overwhelming. It's taken a heavy toll on lots of people's moods, including mine. You know, I, I was kind of look. I'm always in a shitty mood. There's no doubt about it. I am, you know, the 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 best way to describe it. And, and, you know, my kids know this. I am the Incredible Hulk. And if you haven't seen the Avengers, you know, the Incredible Hulk says, you know, my secret is I'm always angry. That's dad. That's my secret. I'm always angry. I've always, just like we've said in previous episodes, I've always been able to put that mask on, just like many of you who have suff- who were suffering, you know, mental illness before even COVID. You're able to put that mask on and be what you think everybody else needs you to be or wants you to be and live your life that way. Which, by the way, that is a terrible way to live your life. Um, take it from me. That's a that's a very difficult and terrible way to to live your life. And now you've got. Um, you know on top of your own personal you know depression and stuff now you've got the the uh the covid um you know we we call the show or we we've been kind of working ptcd post-traumatic covid disorder is is some as a term that i actually think i invented because i put it out there you know may 15th of last year when i was sending letters to congress and to senators and local um officials explain to them what the, what COVID was going to do to the mental, um, aspect of the community. And I wasn't using the, you know, they've kind of termed it now is that it's more for the long haulers, the people that actually suffered from COVID. Right. And, uh, and are having a very difficult time. And I can only imagine suffering from COVID and having all of these symptoms that continue to, to, uh, make your life miserable. Um, and it's just adding to this, um, this tsunami, if you would, of, of, of mental illness. But, but when I, when I first termed, termed the, the, um, you know, the, the, the PTCD acronym or whatever, whatever the, whatever you're supposed to call it. Um, I was looking more as the population in general, like everyone. Didn't matter if you were the richest person or the poorest person, the richest country, or the poorest country, you were going to suffer in some way mentally. Uh, due to COVID nineteen, uh, whether it was the isolation, whether it is the um, the feeling of hopelessness, whether it's just a, you know a, a a roller coaster of mood swings and and um, and and just you know feeling stressed out about you know job and money and and your own health and and just you know. All the feelings of loss, you know, the loss of loved ones and the bereavement that takes and the toll that takes on you. Um, it experiences, you know, all these experiences will just, you know, they just stimulate and trigger depression. And if you haven't ever suffered from depression, when you're suffering from de- depression, life seems like like over. It's an overwhelmingly bleak uh, and hopeless task. And what I mean by that is you know, you see the commercials where the person's sitting on the couch and they don't want to move and they don't want to talk. And, you know, I'm sorry, but I can't play with my kids today. And, you know, all that, you know, and and, and that's, that is a pretty good picture. I'm not going to lie. But if you take an actual real person that's, that's depressed all the time, they would tell you that commercial ain't shit. That commercial doesn't show what the person's feelings on, on the inside are, you know, the, the feelings of despair, the feelings of of uh, you know of, of suicidal uh, thoughts just because of the the hope is gone, um, you know you you you've seen some states and some countries start to ease these at home restrictions and and mask mandates and things like that and um, and so you find some hope there maybe you'll be able to get back out and do some things well it's unlikely or it seems very unlikely to me and I think to most of the experts that life is ever really going to fully return to. To, uh, to any type of normalcy that we were used to before COVID. You know, no matter, what, um, no matter what kind of living conditions you're under, you know, I think we can all agree that we need to come up with some strategies to kind of counteract loneliness and ease some of these negative thoughts and try to improve our moods. And we have to try to cope with symptoms uh, that is caused by this COVID depression, right? Because it is it's a dis- it's a distressing and uncertain time, and and um, and and maybe you know you have to think about these different things. Like maybe you lost your job, and you're struggling financially, and you're worried about if and if the economy is gonna you know pick up if this inflation that we talked about a few minutes ago is gonna you know destroy you even further, and or you could be you know just sitting there on the couch grieving the loss of someone that you lost of a loved one or someone that you lost during, during the pandemic. You could be grieving about life that you had or how life was before the pandemic, right? Like, you know, how much fun you were having before and now you're not having much fun, if you want to call it that. Uh, I mean, it's, it, this is, these are all things that will profoundly affect your, um, your mood and your, Outlook uh, for the future. You know, uh, the tough one, I think, to deal with is the isolation and, and loneliness because that, that that's because mostly, you know, humans are social people. They're social creatures. And when you cut off love and support and close contact from friends and family and. Um, you know, just interaction in restaurants and movie theaters and just going to the store and things, it triggers depression. It just does. And, and, or, and if you're already, you know, depressed, it's going to make it worse. And this, you know, all those months and months that we went with social distancing and sheltering at home. And it makes you feel so isolated and lonely. And you're having to face all of these big cliffhanging roller coasting, you know, problems all by yourself, because you're all by because you are essentially all by yourself. And it just brings about some of the worst in people. And and if you want to know if if we're really suffering or struggling with mental health right now, just listen to your phone every second or third day when the Amber Alerts come on, you know, and people are, you know, stealing their kids from their spouses and, you know, or so and so is going on are doing this and or just take a look at the mass shootings, you know, that that are up you know, 2000% year over year, you know, and, um, um, you know, I, I know that just over the 4th of July itself, there was uh, 150 mass shootings in the United States where 400 people were killed in the United States alone. Um, and, and I understand that, you know, the, the difficult part about mental illness and mental health is that it always has a very, very bad, uh, stigmatism to him. And so it's sometimes hard to, it was always hard and difficult for me to admit it always hard and difficult for me to get help because you're already going into the, the situation thinking, man, uh, most people think as mental people as, you know, crazy people, they believe that the mental people are the ones that are, you know, the gun violence is associated with and thing. and that is correct. And many times it is right. Right. But you know, if you look at the large mass number of people that suffer from mental illness, and then you take that into consideration about the zero point zero 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 one percent of these people who, you know, find themselves, you know, on the other end of a gun and start, you know, killing people. It's not always, you know, mental health that, uh, that that triggers those things, you know, sometimes it's a it's a lot of other things that, that, um, that are, you know, that are happening. Uh, I'm not saying that a sane person, right? I'm not saying that someone that shoots people is perfectly sane. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, you know, you, you get that bad or we get a bad rap because of because of things like that. Um, you know, another thing that actually can lead to, to you know, a, a tremendous amount of depression is all the anxiety and the fear that these uncertain surroundings that we're in when this COVID-19 means just, just spirals out of control. You know, it causes panic. Um, it, it causes you to have a sense of vulnerability, which we've spoken about in, in previous episodes, vulnerability of, of things that you normally would not be so vulnerable to. Um, Your stress level soars to unprecedented, you know, um, levels. You know, it's it's overwhelming. I understand that. You know, and you got all these stressors at one time hitting somebody, right? If you've got loss of a job, loss of income, loss of stability, loss of loved ones, you have loss, 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 loss. When are you going to have a win, right? And that's when you start to t- turn into unhealthy ways of coping, which I've done, right? You know, the boredom, the loneliness, the stresses of being in lockdown, you're struggling financially, you're having to struggle with a job, and your kids are at home, and they're driving you crazy, and you start drinking, right? Or doing drugs, or overeating. <laughs> I know, that sounds funny, right? You know, you're just you're just a junk food fanatic, right? Um And that's kind of an attempt to kind of self-medicate yourself, meditate, medicate, whatever you want to call it, and, and deal with all these stressors, right? And some of these methods in your own mind may prove for a brief minute to give you a break, right? But I can tell you right now in the long run, drinking, drugs, overeating, you know, all those things do not help. They make matters worse, Um, And they will boost your depression and they will boost your anxiety. And so the only way really, because there isn't really an easy fix to this or is that you just have to kind of start changing our focus. Right. And we've talked about this in previous shows. Change our focus. Flip the script. Do more to control your mood than you may than, than you realize you that you can because you can because you can do it. You know, um, it's going to be painful and worrisome, you know, these are, these are painful and worrisome times and it's going to suck. And there's very few of us out there that have anything to be happy about or cheerful about. Um, and, and then if you're suffering from depression, it makes things even seem worse than they, they really are. And so if you can simply just recognize that, Hey, I am suffering, right? If that's the one thing that we can get from today is like, hey, I am suffering. I need to tell somebody I'm suffering. I need to tell my family, hey, I'm suffering. And when you're recognizing me feeling down and dumps and stuff, can you help me try to change my focus? You know, can you help me to distract myself? Because the thoughts in my head that are running over and over and over in this never-ending treadmill, if you would, um, are, are really breaking me down. You know, these thoughts of isolation and being depressed and being out of work and, you know, not being able to socialize with my friends or my family and these, all this negative stuff is just really piling on and I can't seem to, to, um, you know, to, to, to flip that script. Right. And, you know, sometimes you're going to have to just figure out a way to to distract yourself, okay? So take this into consideration. I know we talked about exercise and things like that, which doesn't work for everyone. I told my stories about every time I try to go out and exercise, I end up hurting myself, but let's distract ourselves in other ways. What about cooking, right? I know I said, don't be overeating and don't be getting fat and doing all that shit, but I'm saying, what about cooking healthy stuff, right? Or just trying to cook or just learning how to cook. Maybe you wanted to speak a new language. Why don't you learn Spanish, you know? Uh, why don't you learn, hell, maybe if you speak English, why don't you learn to speak English better, bitches? You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, you got a lot of time on your hands, you know, and you need the distraction. It's not a good idea to sit there and turn on CNN or Fox news or, um, or any of the news. I mean, uh, again, not to be political, you know, whatever, but you know, it's not, that's not a good idea. And just watch all this bad shit. continue you happen? Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry about the yawn. Um, that's what insomniacs like me do right we stay up all night we think of shit we think of crazy shit and then during the day about now we just want to go to sleep but we know we can't because we have shit to do and then we'll start the same cycle over again so my cycle on the insomnia side because that might be what a lot of you are suffering from is my cycle is I at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night I am tired as a motherfucker and I go to sleep and I sleep so freaking hard right? I mean, so hard. And I go into the deep dreams and they're terrible as always. And it's just crazy, crazy, crazy. And I wake up and thinking that I've been asleep for two days and I've been asleep for 17 minutes. And then I'm up for like five hours and uh, it sucks. It's uh, it's the worst. And we'll talk about that at another show. But anyways. Um, anyhow, Uh, So my distraction, what what I was doing is my distraction, I was writing, right? So in my insomnia time, I was realizing that there was a couple things that I do pretty well. One is I have the craziest fucking nightmares and even daydreams of any person that I know, right? And they're fucked up. And when I tell people about them as a story or whatever, people are amazed by it. They like to listen to that crazy shit, whatever. So I started writing about them. You know what? Ended up writing a book about COVID. In fact, a lot of the things that I wrote in the book are actually kind of coming true now, which is crazy. If I could ever finish, see that's the other thing too. I'm ADHD so bad that I'm having a hard time finishing this book because I'm like editing. Actually, it's three books. It's a big series. I know we've been talking about this forever. I've gotten it approved with um with a a, a publishing company, um, you know, for the series, and they just want edits and some other things, and I can't even get it fucking done right? So, but that was my distraction. That was my distraction. Every night, uh, you know, as as it initially started, I was taking information that was on the news and on the internet about COVID and trying to, you know, make a mental, um, you know, correlation. And, you know, that was kind of how this whole thing started in the first place. But then using that information, I kind of wrote a little, a little series, which I think is a, is pretty uh, is pretty slick and pretty clever if I could ever finish the stinking editing. Uh, anyways, back to it. So uh, yeah, and so so you know, like I said, that that could be a, a, a focus item, right? Take up cooking, like I talked, like I said, um, focus on like a project, you know, or um, or just or think about this. Try to take a vacation from your negativeness, right? Because, you know, you can't get out and go do things or you can't we can't travel or travels, you know, difficult or we don't have the money to do. So just take a vacation in your mind. Right. When I can't sleep, I that's right. That's what I end up doing after the writing and that doesn't help and other things that just don't help. I just take a vacation in my mind. Think about places I've been or want to go. Think that I am there. Make it so specific that you're, you know, at the beach and you're going to you, you know, one of your favorite shops and you're looking at clothes and you're looking for different things and then you stop at an ice cream place and you're eating an ice cream and you're, you know, take it, take it to that level and that, um, that specific and um, and and it'll distract you, I promise it will. Um. Okay. We went a little bit longer right now. I try to keep it at 20 minutes because my ADHD kicks in and so does everyone else's. So, uh, we're going to get back to, uh, you know, coping techniques and stuff here in the next episode. Uh, I will be back shortly and, uh, ciao.